Hello sacred souls and welcome to My Sacred Return, the podcast. I'm Liz and I created this space to help you connect with experiences that let you know you're understood. Whether you're struggling to juggle the weights of the world, feel like childhood wounds are still holding you back or just want to peek into the life of someone doing the work, I'm pretty sure that I have something for you here. So let's talk. Hello my sacred souls and welcome back to another episode of My Sacred Return the podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Liz and if you're returning, thank you for being here again. I am honestly so grateful to have you guys supporting me. I'm grateful for the people who have been sharing, who have been reaching out and as I will say in so many episodes, if you do like the podcast, please go right now and leave a five-star review. If you want to leave a written review, you can do that on Apple Podcasts. If you want to just press five stars, you can do that on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. Now we've got that out of the way, let's get into this week's episode. So today I wanted to speak about the spiritual community and specifically I'm speaking about the spiritual community on social media and how toxic it's become and how to use our discernment to understand where it aligns with us and where it doesn't. I've seen the community, the spiritual community, start out on social media years ago as this nice space for the free thinkers, for those who didn't fit into religion but also were not non-believers and were trying to find their place, trying to find community and it started off as something quite beautiful. I won't say completely because there were cracks in it from the beginning but it started off quite beautiful and if you look on the internet there are still spaces that are sacred and are beautiful and do honour community and love and healing but there is so much plaguing social media right now that is negative but under the guise of spiritual and loving that a lot of people are getting caught up and wrapped into promoting and worshipping people as their idols as almost like their masters and just it's just leading people down this wrong dark path now as I've mentioned before I don't fit into a religion I would not say that I am religious however I do believe in God and I have my relationship and there is no way I would have got through any of the things that I got through without honouring and revering and respecting God's place in all of this and understanding people's free will and being able to forgive. I definitely give the credit to God as to how I've learned to manoeuvre through life like that but there were periods of time in life where I wasn't really sure what I was going to call my higher power. Like I grew up in a multi-faith background knowing God And then for years, due to my traumas, I wasn't really comfortable in giving God the glory because I felt like I was abandoned. And I'm seeing this common thread now where so many people, so many of us who have felt abandoned, have found our space in different areas of life, different communities, some things healthy, some unhealthy. And then there's this gray area of the spiritual community that is sold to us as healthy, but there are people within that who also have ulterior motives. 
I was watching a Netflix documentary recently. I think it's called Sins of Our Mother. And I was also studying um, the minds of criminals and looking over Jim Jones and the awful things that he did in Jonestown. And I was seeing the power of misguidance when it comes to a higher power and how that can really influence people in negative ways. And I think it's more powerful than even music, for example, which is very powerful, and the arts, because you're connecting with people's souls, you're connecting with people's traumas, and it's easier then to misguide people. And I've noticed that a lot of these spiritual teachings or teachers um, have started off at a place of trauma and have been initiated into spaces of, you know, oh, okay, this is enlightenment, we're enlightened, here's the knowledge, here's the information. But the problem is when you do not heal and consistently work on improving yourself and becoming more of a better person and you're thrown into something like that, ego can take centre stage. So although you may have gone in with it with the intentions to heal and become better, if you've gone into the wrong space and someone says, oh, you're the chosen one, you're so enlightened, you know all of this, and you feel the benefits that can come from that, and it feels like the community you were seeking, it feels like you're in a family now, it's easy to get tricked into thinking, I am the almighty, I am God, I am the best thing since sliced bread, and nobody else is as blessed as me and I think that's the part where it loses its purpose and its meaning because true genuine spirituality is so 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 beautiful like honestly it it connects you to freedom it it allows you to really taste the freedom that is your birthright and you were born into but anything that is filled with ego is is going to pull you away from that We should never let ego convince us that we're more favoured than anyone else because we have more knowledge or because we feel like we are the chosen ones. God will put, like God has put words into the mouths of people who, who can't even read but they can tell you exactly what is in these holy books because they retain this information. Um, there are people who are blind but they get visions of things that only a person with sight would be expected to be able to see. God does that. Whoever is supposed to be able to see something, hear something, feel something, have some sort of gift, it will be given to them regardless of how they appear on the outside and the stigmas attached to who they are and where they come from. And I think a lot of people go into this with their hearts in the right places, but end up on the side of the oppressor where you are looking down at people who maybe don't know the holy books that you know or maybe don't know the spiritual techniques that you know, maybe don't know the healing methods or these different things about yourself that have given you enlightenment. Because they don't know those things, you think they're less than you and that they need to bow down to you or give you a respect that is forced upon them. Um, and that's not the case. We don't have to do that. We we don't have to worship humans. We don't have to bow down and idolise humans. That is the thing that has led people astray for centuries, from the beginning of time. And it's just playing out again. The same patterns that have played out throughout 
time are playing out again, but the difference is we now have access to so many more people and the results can be so much more damaging. If we go back to Jim Jones and Jonestown and what happened with those people, God rest their souls, 900 people he was able to convince to join him in a mass suicide. And although that may seem extreme, he didn't have access to all of the resources that we have now. Can you imagine if he had access to social media platforms the way that we have them now and how many more people's lives would have been impacted? And I think because certain things that have happened in the world, um, they've, they've gone down in history as being extreme, we feel like we're so far removed from those things, but we have even more power than people had back then. And there are still people who don't have the best intentions, whose traumas are their power. And what I mean by that is there are some people who have traumas and they want to work on them and they're willing to work on them. And there are some people who have traumas who think that the trauma actually benefits them because maybe it gets them certain treatment, maybe it gets them certain thing, maybe it can pull on people's heartstrings in order for them to get into a space of control, of power, of false freedom where they get given things or they get taken care of or you know everyone wants to help them and they don't have to put in any action themselves. Although they are the minority, I would say, because I feel like a lot more people, you know, want to get out of the weight of traumas, it only takes one to be able to convince 900 people to do something bad. So now we're looking at it like that. We have to pay attention to who we're listening to. And I am not exempt. I'm not in the spiritual community. I've always not wanted to be in a community um like that through social media anyway but even me anything that I say take it with like a pinch of salt if it resonates let it resonate if it doesn't get rid of it and even if it does resonate and you let it resonate let it resonate and then take what is for you just like when we're eating like the thing that's for you that's nutrition like that stays everything else goes like don't hold on to anyone's words as Bible, as like the ultimate truth. We all have our different truths and there is a, a truth that holds us all together in community. There are certain things, rights and wrongs and just values that across the board would benefit every human. But there are also individual things for our own circumstances and I don't want anyone to look up to anyone to the point where they give all of the power of their, their self to another person because if that person doesn't turn out to be who you think they are, then you're back at square one only depending on how far removed you've been or how long you've been a follower, say, um, of their teachings or like a supporter of their work or whatever it's been. Say it's been two years. If two years you have put aside your traumas and thought that you dealt with them because you've been healing with this person and then it turns out two years later, oh, they're not who they say they are and everything's been a contradiction. Not only does it put you back in the place you were two years ago, but it adds on an extra element of, oh my God, for two years I've been believing this, following this, it, it will just make it worse for yourself and I don't want people to feel like that. I don't want people to give everything away to other people. 
You yourself have power within you to make changes. If you start healing, it's not because of someone else. Even if someone has given you inspiration, the only way you heal, the only way you move forward is if you do it yourself. People can't drag you through the process. You have to put in your own effort and I don't want people to attach their own effort to other people because if other people aren't who you think they are, then you're going to throw your effort away, which you should never do. I think it's time we pay attention to who we are learning from and always review this. I know on my journey, there are people who I've learned from, teachers that I've sat at the feet of, and some of them I'm still like learning from them and there are some who I don't anymore, and it's not from a place of hate or issues, but I understand that people align in your life for a certain season, and some of them, at the end of that season, you transition to separate ways, they can only help you so much, but I've also had times where it's taken me a while to remove myself, because I had this false loyalty complex where I had to stick around once I was a supporter of something I had to stick around even when it no longer aligned with me and what it would just do is it would tear me apart tear me down I started to question my beliefs that I know genuinely are rooted in righteousness and the goodness for my life and started to question them and tear myself apart and think oh should I be doing this that's when I knew it actually wasn't for me and eventually I got myself out but I also did follow some misguidance and it put me in inner turmoil for a while and so now I see this happening and I see also people who are you know influencing communities where you can tell the heart is in the right place um but there's so much trauma there that they are constantly seeking to be understood rather than understand other people so it's a constant fight of proving points and making people believe what they're saying and if people aren't believing what they're saying then you know it's the enemy and they're fighting and they were sent by the devil and it's dark um and this happened this happens with religion right I grew up obviously as I said with a multi-faith background so I've seen different religions have different things to say about each other and it hasn't always been pleasant But in the spiritual community, when it first, you know, was sold to the masses, it was like, this is a safe space from that, which is something I liked about it because I never liked the tug and pull of like, whose God was better because I always believed that was one God. But then the spiritual community made me feel like, oh, I don't have to pick a side. I can be in community with people who don't want to pick a side. But now it's evolved into something where it has come to picking sides and your enemy and I'm the righteous and I'm the chosen and you're not chosen and we're all chosen (laughs) we are all chosen to be here in this experience and we're chosen for different things in different areas now what I'm chosen for may not be what you're chosen for but vice versa there may be something that you are gifted with that's going to put you in a position to be able to change this world in a beautiful way and It might not look the same way as your spiritual teacher or those influencers you follow, but it doesn't mean that your way is any less important. 
if you have 200 followers on social media and your favorite guru has 200,000, it doesn't mean that they're necessarily going to impact more lives positively than you are. Because if you are touching people's life with your gift that was given to you by God and you're following that and you're pouring into people compared to someone who could possibly be letting their ego lead and pouring into people, how could what you're doing be any less than? But I think we can get so misguided by these things in the world. Likes, followers, you know, who has certain opportunities. And I just don't, like I keep saying I don't want, but I really, really, I pray on this and I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I don't want anyone to get lost up in other people's journey and be misguided into this false belief that the way that someone else is doing it is the right way and the way that you're doing it has to look like their way for it to be right. You're a different person than them. Your hearts can be centered and rooted in the right place. You can have the same traumas. You could have had identical backgrounds, but God birthed you into your family for a reason God births them into their family for a reason and there's just something that no matter if you were both adopted, you both had parents who struggled with drugs, you both experienced abuse in childhood and in adolescence, you both lived in homeless shelters, you still have something different to do here And along the line in life, you know, there are different things that are going to shape our perspective. And you can grow up in the same exact family with someone and still see things in different ways. There's a reason why you have your vision and why someone else has their vision. And we're supposed to be able to see each other through loving eyes, regardless of who we are and what we do and what we have. But you can have compassion and understanding for people and learn from people without giving your whole life away to them and worshipping them. So pay attention. Pay attention to who you are learning from. Pay attention to what you're learning. Always step back and review it and see, like, is this aligned for me? And don't dismiss, don't become dismissive of things, don't become so desensitized that you aren't able to see when something's wrong. If you, for example, say you've grown up and, you know, you've constantly been the type of person who used to hold grudges and seek revenge and then you've realized that doesn't benefit you and you come across someone who also promotes like, yeah, we don't need to seek revenge And then six months down the line, all of a sudden, now they're seeking revenge or now they're speaking from a harsh tongue and it's reminding you of who you used to be before. Because who you used to be before was so embedded in who you are, you might think, ah, that's funny. You might think you can relate. You might think, yeah, actually. But then you have to pause and remember, you moved away from that behavior for a reason pray for them, wherever they are, that they've been pulled back into that space, but don't follow them, don't follow people, you can love people, you can pray for them, maybe it's your turn to be the teacher, maybe it's your turn to go to them and say, hey, remember what you were teaching us for the past six months, I know that you may be in a space now where you're struggling, but I'm going to return the favour and give that back to you, don't be afraid of people to the point that you'll bite your tongue and watch people go down this path of destruction or struggling and still praise them and say that you know this is right action when 
you know in your heart it's not and then follow them so that they're not the only one there this is when you return the favor and you can pull people back out no one is above you that's my whole point in this i'm saying no one is above you although someone may be your teacher you still can be their teacher in a season and i want people to if you are on a journey spiritually whether you're religious whether you're not religious and you're believing in a higher power though always remember that the higher power has more power than any of us and this higher power put us all here for a reason none of us have the power that the higher power has so yes you can learn from someone but you can also teach the same person you're learning from it's the same way that a grandparent can learn from their grandchild my nan taught me so many things in life how to do how to pray etc and now i find myself having conversations with her where sometimes i have to say like nan you shouldn't actually be thinking like that remember you have faith you know remember to be optimistic these are things she taught me but now i can teach her back from her own teachings and even in friendship like there are things that friends told me when i was in places of just completely being blind that they ended up in those situations two years down the line and i was able to return back to them Focus on understanding more than you seek to be understood because when you focus on understanding, every person that is teaching you something, every person that you may be in awe of and look up to and maybe be inspired by, understand that they are like you, they seek love, they need love as you needed love and when you found them and maybe you felt understood, it was because it was coming from a place of you understanding where they had been what they had been through and so don't forget that when you see them in a state where you think oh this isn't necessarily positive anymore you know now you're promoting vengeful action now you're definitely rooted in ego now you're doing these things but you taught us otherwise remind them remind them if you want to or remove yourself um if you don't feel like you want to you know come out of the community speak up don't be so shut down and if you are in a situation and a community where you are shut down for having your own views especially spiritual communities because it's on the basis of being able to be free thinkers and you know if you are in those spaces and you find yourself being shut down and belittled please remove yourself because a lot of us have been through things in life that have made us feel like we don't fit in here, which is the biggest lie, right? We all fit, but a lot of us have been through things where we feel like we don't fit in, and it doesn't matter how pretty something looks, how nice something looks, how much the people in that community can relate to our childhood or our past relationships that made us feel oppressed. They don't have the right to do that to us also. It doesn't matter how enlightened they are. It doesn't matter how smart they are. It doesn't matter how many qualifications they have, how famous they are, what blue ticks they have, how rich they are. No one has the right to oppress us and make us feel like we're less than for being able to use our voice to have an opinion on what is healthy for ourselves. I pray that we all pay attention that if we are being guided by people who are promoting vengeful reactions, if we are seeing things that are constantly triggering us and feeling like we should go back to suffering in silence, I pray that we remember that God gave us so much more and we are not supposed to be suppressed and repressed and oppressed in this life. God 
I thank you so much for watching over all of us and guiding us always with intuition, with that nudge in our stomach that feels like something isn't right, with the opinion that maybe we struggle to let it fall off our tongue, but we know that we have it and we want to say something. I pray that we take the time with ourselves, that we pause in those moments to hear the guidance that's given to us and to make the appropriate steps. I pray that we have the strength and the courage to be able to do so and that we don't feel belittled because of our history and how we've been raised and how we've grown and what we've seen. I pray that we aren't triggered back into silence. I pray that we aren't triggered back into hopelessness. I pray that we aren't triggered back into not having any faith. I pray that we all learn ourselves and we have our relationships, God, with you individually, that even though it doesn't fall into anyone else's category or description of what it's supposed to look like, that we trust that you have decided that we have our relationship with you the way that you have decided for it to be, that we're not misguided, that we do ask questions and we don't become so hard-headed that we can't be open-minded to learning but also that we're able to learn information and allow what applies to apply and allow what doesn't to transform into something beautiful somewhere else in this continuation of life. I thank you for watching over all of us. I thank you for guiding us and protecting us and bringing us through everything that you have. I thank you for giving us the actual ability to get out of our situation enough to go and seek counsel, to seek community. And I pray that we don't forget that when we do get into these communities, that the same way that we built up our strengths to go and seek these spaces and find somewhere where we can understand others and also feel understood. I pray that we can remember that when we also find ourselves in situations that continue to reaffirm old narratives that do not serve you do not serve us and do not serve the better men of this world and that we can leave remove ourselves with love with kindness with peace and continue on this journey to greatness i thank you all for listening to this episode i didn't expect to be asking god to come in right now but i think that that is needed Again, though, as I've mentioned, your journey is your own, your relationship is your own. I don't know how you connect, what your path is like, but I just pray that you understand however you understand it. You are always covered, you are never abandoned and left on your own. And the actions of people and the things that we can do to each other as people and say as people in the grand scheme of things, they are powerless. So, I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll be back on the weekend with a bonus episode. If anyone has any topics that you want me to speak about before we close up the first season in November, please reach out. I have something exciting coming for you guys in a few weeks that I'm super excited to share with you all but until then I hope you have a beautiful week that you stay blessed that you pay attention and you spread love in every space that you enter I love you so much and until next time thank you for joining me for an episode of my sacred return the podcast I hope this space made you feel comfortable and that you'll return next week. If you feel called to, please subscribe and tell a friend to tell a friend. 
You can keep up with me on Instagram at my sacred return and the rest of my social media links will be in the description box. See you next time sacred souls.